0: You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.
1: This is my jam! Turn it up.
0: Yes. Yeah. No mixed martial arts chance. It is too late for that. <laughs> oh, <shit>. but, uh, <laughs> The second end, the second half of our UFC 266 post-fight coverage at 3.20 a.m. here on the East Coast. We just had a press conference that ended with Alexander Volkanovsky chugging beer from a shoe. It has been that kind of a night, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. I am Mike Heck. We got Casey Leiden on the ones and twos. Joining me once again. Yes, Can we we take some time to appreciate, (laughs) once again, the main event in the title fight in Alexander Volkanovski versus Brian Ortega? I mean, that fight was ridiculous. Volkanovski retains the title. The scorecards are 49-46, 50-45, 50-44, if memory serves me correctly. Uh, But you said it earlier, it was not indicative on how good and how competitive that fight actually was. So wax poetic because we, we don't we don't get to we don't get to do this that all like we, we love when martial arts are mixed but when we yeah. see them at high high oh. levels like this when they're in a blender when you blend mm. the martial arts and you hit like full power that's what we saw in that main
1: event. And throw in just a little just massive amounts of just heart and just grime and blood and just just courage and just everything wow it was super duper um and just freaking toughness oh wow um that this just the third round one of the one of the greatest championship rounds we've ever seen um and it still might not have been the best round of the night It as crazy as that sounds but i think it is um but oh my goodness um I picked Ortega coming into this fight. I picked him by third-round submission, so it was very close, apparently. I, I was so close, to, the champ was gurgling, apparently. But, man, um, uh he is—this is the fight he needed to kind of, put. I think, put him over fans. I think this washes a bit of the bad taste that maybe fans felt— By um, him defeating uh, in the split decision over the Holloway fight, I really think this kind of washes that away. Volkanovski now, without a doubt, is the UFC champion. Not just not just in name, but like he he owns it now. And I think of this win tonight, also, you know, we're we're now talking maybe Volkanovski really is and that kind of Mount Rushmore of uh, uh, all time great featherweights. He's still, I think he's only 32, so he's like right at his prime of his his athletic career. So, um, just an exciting night in mixed martial arts, and um, can't can't say enough good things about Mister Bokanowski, Bokanowski, that was late, and um, Mister Ortega, just a wonderful fight, and um, it was an honor to see that, to witness it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it had everything, and you can talk about the trash talk all you want. Uh, Volkanovski said it was just he's trying to get him fired up, and trying to get himself so fired up too. Yeah, like, get yeah. himself so fired up and, and and try to get Ortega to sort of fight outside of himself. And the fight was just marvelous. It was just so good. Like Volkanovsky was landing leg kicks, that jab, and then even Ortega's jab, like. Once he started to get loose, man, holy cow. Like that Ortega's jab was so good. Mm. And Ortega was, was, Ortega was
1: attacking uh, Volkanovski's legs a lot in the first two rounds, too. Like it was just, it, yeah, it went from just a, a bo- kind of boxing to kind of a kickboxing. Then the third round, just boom, throw everything in there. And it just, it built up. Oh, man. Um, it was nice. It was good. It was good. And uh, no controversies. Um, they talked about the headbutt i i didn't see the headbutt in that third round was that did did i don't know if people at home uh commenting was it did they feel that was a factor i wasn't really sure but that was the only kind of weird part of the fight but outside of that um yeah i guess the the doctors are kind of i'm pretty sure ortega missed when he he asked numbers i'm pretty sure he said the wrong number but the doctor was like ah this this fight's too awesome go back out there (laughs) yeah i mean he got
0: i mean once Volkanovski got out of those submissions and got on top, he blasted. Like he was, it was just like the the the, the Mirab yeah Murai fight where like it was close to being stopped, and the other guy was very close to getting it stopped on, on the other side. So crazy fight, unbelievable heart, unbelievable grit, and I, I think it's time to to start putting Volkanovski in that in that conversation mm-hmm. in, in terms of like. He's listen. He's not he's not the pound for pound best fighter in the world right now, but he's he's in that conversation right now. I think he's that good, and I know a lot of people have that they talk about the second Holloway fight. I implore you to go back and watch that fight again because it's not like not even just to be like who actually won, but just just to see great martial arts and just to see how good Volkanovsky's fight IQ is just like on the spot the way he's able to make adjustments on the fly it's really something special
1: yeah and I've said this before but like you no, know, every time I said oh, I thought Holloway won that fight that doesn't mean I thought Holloway is like just this giant leap up giant you know distance away from Volkanovsky in terms of skill level they're so close like I think that if they fight 100 times each guy wins 50 times and I just thought, Vol- I thought Holloway was just that much better that night. That's all I'm saying, weirdos. Volkanovski clearly is just super awesome. He proved it tonight, and he proved that he can come back from like serious adversity too. So that was just exciting too. Because like you know, we'll talk. We'll talk about this briefly later, maybe. But like Marlon Marias, that's kind of the difference between this kind of great fighter and this championship level fighter, champion, champion fighter. Martin Marias, he he may, he may get that lead, but once he hit once he hits that wall, then it just goes down here real fast. And we've seen this multiple times, not just tonight, but what we saw tonight was new parts of Volkanovski that we haven't seen before. And as a fan, that's super exciting. Yep, he's talking about
0: maybe going up to fifty five. I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. Um, I mean, maybe he does. I, I don't unless it's like a like a fill in thing. I just I don't see why he would do that. Um, well, I think I
1: think he just wants to fight. And he just wants to get a honestly he wants to get a paycheck. He kind of said he didn't fight in a year and a half or so. I think I think he's like I kind of need the money. And it, 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 maybe I'm not yeah. sure. I, I I don't think he has to go do a super fight for for a belt too. He can do what Anderson did, kind of you know just fight fun fights at a weight class above. You know when Anderson yeah. went that fought like a Forrest Griffin and things like that. So I don't think um I don't, I don't think we need to start matchmaking at 55 for him or anything, but. No. The guy wants to get back in there. He want he we want to see him more. Volkanovski, oh, uh, it sucks. He needs a fight in Australia. I felt kind of bad for the man in the sense that the crowd just he just had, he he barely got a pop when he walked out and all that stuff. And he he maybe maybe he'll earn it. Maybe he'll get that in his next fight in the states. But it kind of I was kind of I was kind of bummed the the, the it's just the non energy for Volkanovski. Yeah. And Holloway Rodriguez,
0: they will headline November thirteenth. If Holloway wins, man, that's a big fight to see them go a third mm. time. Even though Volkanovski won the first two fights, you know I, I thought Volkanovski won both both fights. The second was super close; could have gone either way, depending on who you ask
1: and how you look at things. But the third fight is really mm. interesting. I want to so, see it again. And they've they've what? So they fought fifty minutes now, and neither from what I'm, my memory, neither of them like seriously hurt the other person in either of those nope. 50 minutes. Yeah, so it's been 50 competitive minutes, you know, so yeah, I I think uh third one would be freaking awesome and if Yair can pull it off, heck, who knows, maybe Yair is the best featherweight out there, we just don't know yet. But um, that's why they fight, that's what, that's the exciting part about all this. And oh, before we move on to diff- different fights or whatever, man, Volkanovsky in the post presser. Like, this guy has got a personality. Like, you just give him a couple of beers. Oh my goodness, he was just cursing up oh, a storm yeah. and just he was so he was just funny. Like I was like, I don't know. Like, I was kind of I was kind of whatever. But Volkanovsky, especially coming into this with the, with the kind of trash talk, but he kind of laid it out. I'm like, all right, all right. I right, I'll give the benefit, you know, of that one. But um, yeah, he was he was hilarious either way. He was trash. You know, he he wants to be. He doesn't mind being a heel just for fun. You know, like trash talking. Uh, Connor trash talking uh, Cerruto, but then praising the right things, like you know, you know he'll pray he praised Holloway and things like that. So like he doesn't, it's not just he's not just trashing everything. You know it, he he makes sense when he's talking. So um, yeah, more Volkanovsky. I'm 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 on the train. I'm there on you it. Go driving the Volkswagen. Yeah. Ah, there you go. How about that, there Jed shoe
0: Jed shoes be loving that one. Yep. Uh, he's the conductor of the of the <laughs> the Chevy truck and. Chevy. The Chevy truck rolls on with another dominant win. She, Valentina Shevchenko just dominates Lauren Murphy. Lauren just had nothing for her. She just couldn't get going. Um, and it was interesting hearing Valentina talk about, and I know some of the questions veered to her, they're trying to get her to say some stuff that she typically wouldn't say, but Valentina just lays it out perfectly. She knows very quickly like, she'll go right into your game. Like, if you think you have a strategy of what you're going to do, Valentina will play that game quickly. And then, as soon as it doesn't work for you, that's when things, that's when the confidence rises and she turns into that killer. And Lauren Murphy just had nothing for her tonight. Like, she just was gun shy. She couldn't get inside. Anytime she tried to do something, Valentina had an answer for it. And I mean, this is just a masterpiece from Valentina Shevchenko. Finally, mercifully, if it gets stopped in the fourth round, got nasty. Uh, referee stepped in at the right time, perfect. and, and that's it. Perfect there, timing. There's, <laughs> yeah, no nonsense. Keith Peterson was not allowing any more nonsense to happen. Mm-hmm. Valentina Shevchenco gets it done, and we're getting to this point where I know a lot of people are just like, oh, we already know it's inevitable. Like she's going to win, and can't can can't we just enjoy that though? Like she's just so good. Like she's just so far better than her peers. Let's just enjoy that for as long as we have her. Right? Like it's just I don't we're not going to see. We may not see anything else like this ever again.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I don't I don't understand. I don't I I don't understand this complaint about Valentina fights. Um it it, it I don't know. She it's a, she's an amazing athlete, an amazing fighter. Just super interesting story. Her backstory um speaks you no know, seventeen hundred languages, learning another one. Um, even came out in the post pressor def, after doing all this, you know, everyone's like, you're the goat, you're the goat, you're the goat. And then, you know what? I'm gonna defend the ring girls tonight, you know, and they're not, de- you know, they're decorations, but they're meant to be there, you know, they're beautiful women. Let's respect them, you know. And I was like, wow, even it's just like these, these layers, this onion of uh, Valentina was awesome. And um, pl- please appreciate her, fans. Please appreciate her. Um, I know, maybe some people are new to the sport uh, MMA, but when, um, Anderson Silva was during his little run, I remember the same thing. People would actually be suiting me. not as bad as Valentina, but people would be super bored and like bummed out. We're like, Oh, Anderson's fighting again. Anderson's fighting again. But now looking back at it, we got, we got to appreciate these, these are once like, we don't get athletes like this often. And we might, we have the freaking, the, the first probably the first goat of the flyweight division. And she's right here in her prime. Appreciate it.
0: Agreed. And I know a lot of people are going to look at the sort of what's next for Valentina Shevchenko. And it's kind of tough in her spot because like Andrade beater, Jukagin beater, Murphy beater, Maya beater, Calvillo lost tonight. Uh, I mean, Alexa Grasso and Joanne Calderwood are fighting November 20th. If Calderwood wins, I wouldn't mind seeing her get the shot because of like what happened last year. And, and a lot of people thought she beat Murphy. Even, you know, yeah, a lot yeah, of people so. thought she beat Murphy. If Grasso wins, I don't want to give Grasso the title shot. Not, the, not because I don't think she would have earned it in this landscape, but I feel like Grasso, give her a couple more fights because I feel like her potential is there. I don't think she beats Valentina even on... The best day of her career, and that's no disrespect to Alexa Grasso, but it's just, it's I would rather bad, see yeah. Alexa, yeah, I'd rather see Alexa get a little more experience under her belt, let her get her confidence as high as possible before you throw in there with Valentina because I feel like if you do that, that'll be at least somewhat interesting fight because I thought Araujo might have been you know a, a really interesting test, but then sheka game beat her. Um, yeah, we
1: got, we got so another. Yeah, I mean, there was another flyweight farther down the car tonight that obviously she's a couple more wins and made a little more notoriety, but um, is Tyler Santos, yeah. So, so, but I still think, yeah, obviously she needs a little more name value, but um, who knows, dude? I would throw tyla Santos in there with Chukagian like ASAP mm-hmm. and just throw her,
0: see if she, I, because I, I think she's, I think she's really good. I think she has what it takes. She's got, she's a little green. But with what we see at this point in her career, what she, you know, that was like her 11th or 12th fight, maybe. Yeah. Trying to think. Like, I mean,
1: oh no, I'm sorry. She's, she's 17 and 1. <laughs> but
0: I mean, she's
1: she's, she's young in the UFC. Yeah, yeah, young in the UFC. That's what I mean. More young in the UFC. And, and since we don't, I don't know anything about her other than she's Brazilian. Let's see how good she is. Yeah. Yeah. And, throw her in and, there. She, and, then, and she worked Roxanne Modifari tonight everywhere. So, yep. So, so. great win for
0: Shevchenko. Enjoy her. She's phenomenal. She might be the greatest fighter on planet Earth right now, male yeah. or female.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's an argument. Yeah. There's a good argument for it.
0: And I think we will see the Amanda Nunes
1: fight maybe by the end of next year. Yeah, yeah. I did not coming. There were so many storylines talk going into this week. One thing I didn't really bring up, which I thought, which which I did, I wanted to bring up, but it's just too much stuff. I never liked the Andrade-Cynthia-Cavio fight booking. Um, for this reason in particular, there's so many limited options now for Valentina to fight because she keeps beating him off. So don't set up, have don't have the number two person being um, uh, Andrade face someone like Cavio because if Andrade wins like she did tonight, now Cavio is out of the running for a championship fight. For a long time too, because that was like a dominant yep. loss. If it was like a close loss, like like Carterwood kind of had a close loss against Murphy. She's like one one back, you know. But I feel like Calvillo is almost back at the line with that just dominant, just non competitive fight. <laughs> but it, it reminded me of when the UFC kind of booked Holly Holm versus Irene Adana. I was like, why are they booking this? Because Holly's going to win. But now you know Nunes doesn't have anyone to fight now. So yeah, but yeah. Weird booking. Well, now we can now we can
0: settle the Lauren Murphy Cynthia Calvillo rivalry from last year. Oh They yeah. can fight, and
1: there we go. <laughs> there you go. There we go. You know what? Made, yeah, making, yeah, you're right. Yeah, the UFC, yeah, way, they They make a billion dollars. They know what they're doing. This this is all a big long game to set up Calvillo versus Murphy. <laughs> that's all. That's all it was. <laughs> so hard.
0: great win for Sevchenko. Yeah. Murphy will will learn from this, and we'll see where she goes from here. Yeah. But. Of course, the big story, the return of Nick Diaz. He made the walk, took on Robbie Lawler 17 years after their first fight. And it was fun, man. It was fun. I sat there and I approached this thing with a complete open mind where I had no clue what was going to happen. I had no expectations for it. I didn't set anything. I was just going to sit there and watch it and react to what I saw. And even if I did have expectations – this one exceeded it by a 1,000. That was a much better fight than I could have possibly have drawn out. Uh, in the end, Robbie Lawler gets the big knockdown down in round, in round three, busts Nick Diaz's nose. Nick was like, no, nope, no more. He got hit hard, and he got hit hard a lot in this fight. And I think he was just done. And I, I'm not going to call him a quitter. I think if you do, it's a little unfair, especially Very after unfair. the amount of punishment he took in that fight. Uh, but Robbie Lawler avenges a loss, and... It was fun, friggin' fight. Like it was a fun, friggin' fight. I enjoyed it very much. What were your thoughts on the fight? And just sitting there watching these two guys fight seventeen years after that crazy fight they had in two thousand four.
1: I was going into this fight week. I was just uneasy about the whole situation. I just felt like Nick was in there for no, not the right reasons. You know, like we like to say, um, what are the right reasons? No one really knows, but I just feel like whatever the reasons were, it wasn't the right reasons for Nick. But once he was in that locker room, once he came in the locker room, shook hands with freaking GSP. What a cool shot that was. (laughs) You see that? Yeah, that was was awesome. I was like, whoa. Don't cut it. Cut back to, I want to see more of this. But um, it... (sighs) It could have been a very sad night, and I don't think it was, uh, even, for, even for the hardest, hardcore Nick Diaz fans. I think um, you realize, yeah, he lost the fight. He's been out for a while, but the fighter, the Nick Diaz we know, was still there. And it was a different Nick Diaz, too, especially. It wasn't this angry. I've never seen Nick Diaz really walk into a cage without, you know, going, you know, you know the mean mug, you know, it was nothing like that all week. He just seemed to want to go in there and, you know, I'm just going to fight. Or not fun man it was a, a, a fun's the wrong word but i felt maybe like before when younger younger's career like like mixed like martial arts and fighting was saving his life and i think now it was a little different it was not he's just like no i'm just gonna do this because this is kind of what i want to do this is fun and um and yeah the game has passed him up he's not the same fighter um if you, i don't know jake shields went online went online and kind of talked about how you know nick was forced early into this fight you know before he was ready you know only a six-week training camp you know things like that but um i mean unless there's some weird stuff coming out i hope i hope i i i i wanted to stay positive and th- hope that you no know, nick didn't have to wasn't forced by you know, he says snakes to take this fight but i was i seem happy nick 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 it was, seemed classic nick diaz and classic Robbie Lawler, and we're not talking enough about Robbie Lawler. We saw classic Robbie Lawler tonight too. We saw that Robbie Lawler that we got to see fight Carlos Condit. You know, he, we got to see him in a fight where he didn't have to worry about you know getting taken down, and he knew it was just going to be a fun fight, like the Carlos Condit fight. And so good on the UFC to make this fight. Um, I wasn't super hyped on this matchup originally, but kind of grew on me, and as soon as the, the music kicked in. Robbie Lawler walking out to the freaking last of the Mohicans song. Yes, that <laughs> ruled. And um, you know, Nick Diaz walking out. It felt cool. And um, I'm glad we got to see it. I'm glad a lot of the new fans of MMA got to experience the Nick, the Nick Diaz experience.
0: Yeah, and a couple of things to kind of add upon what you just said. One, I'm, the Robbie Lawler that showed up tonight wasn't going to stop. Like, he wasn't going to get tired. He wasn't Mm going to slow down. This dude is ready. And he would have done that for another two and a half rounds. There's no doubt about it. And it just would have gotten worse and worse and worse for Nick. In the end, Nick said, uh, you know, Nick had a lot to say in the Brett Akimoto interview. But I think what this night was for him was, I don't know if it was full-on closure, but at least was a step towards it with the sport with everything that has happened. And this is something that he needed to do for himself, not just for the fans, not just for the UFC and money and business and all that Mm -hmm. nonsense, but for Nick Diaz. I think it was, I think it was more about Nick Diaz versus Nick Diaz than it was Mm -hmm. Nick Diaz versus Robbie Lawler. And I think Nick accomplished a lot. He showed a lot. Uh, He didn't get run over. I mean, he lost, he got stopped, but he didn't get run over. He's very competitive. He landed a lot of shots uh, he was smiling in there. He was saying some yeah. stuff, uh, but it wasn't like, he wasn't like trying to pretend to fall asleep yeah. on the mat or anything like that. There was no shenanigans. He went in there and he stood there and he took Robbie's best shots and Robbie took his and it was just fun, man. Like, it was a fun fight. This was, is this was like watching Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels wrestle. Like, yeah. it was just, wow. Like, this is actually happening right now. It's pretty surreal. And it was a much better fight than I ever could have imagined. Yeah, so, and it was good a good fight. The, it, was yeah. a, it was a
1: very exciting fight. It was, it was, like, it was just too bad. It was, you know, we had like fights of the year above it, you know, but, um, luckily yeah. for the fans, but it was a good fight. Yeah. Yeah. Good on both those guys. We'll see where they both go from there. Uh, if
0: Nick Diaz fights again, cool. If he doesn't cool. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. We're And then we saw it one more time. So, uh, let me just pull it back with, with all, with everything that happened tonight, I have to like, go back and look at it and remember, yeah. but, uh, Curtis blades back in the wind column, defeats Jarzina Rosenstrike. not the, not a fight that we're gonna really
1: get into, or but it's just it's a win. One good thing to remember about um Curtis Blades, I, they actually brought this up in the broadcast. I thought it was smart. Curtis Blades is only thirty. I know he's only thirty. So yeah, we we can complain about you know his excitement level or whatever. He's only thirty. He's not even hit his heavyweight prime yet. So we have a lot more. So we can complain about Curtis Blades, you no know, fans, but we have a lot more of him. We're gonna see him a lot and. He, I think he's getting better. I feel he's getting better, and um, yeah, you know, don't 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 be too surprised if Curtis Blades isn't fighting for a title, you know, with the next few years.
0: Uh, Jessica Andrade, great performance for her. Just steamroll Cynthia Calvillo, first to ever finish Cynthia. Uh, Lauren Murphy as well, first time she was ever finished in twenty professional fights. Marabuash really, Marlon Barajas was just insane. Just a crazy-ass fight. Uh, congratulations to Marab Duwalshwili. Seven wins in a row. This guy is a bad, bad man. And Mom Marais is a bad, bad man, too. Because, yeah. I mean, he was very close to putting that guy away. But I don't think Barab's human. I just don't think he's human. And no one's going to want to fight that dude. So, nope. That's give him Pedro Munoz or Gim Dominic Cruz. That's, that's what you do. Uh, <laughs> Dan Hooker. And Dan Hooker is lost in all of this. With all this craziness, Dan Hooker... And the performance that guy had, kudos to both those guys, obviously, for the visa issues and getting there. But Dan Hooker looked really good tonight, did he not? I mean, tremendous, tremendous performance.
1: He looked great and he looked, he, it it was a reminder tonight why Dan Hooker is considered an elite lightweight. Yeah, we've seen him lose two times in a row, but I I don't want, I, I don't want to, I don't want to call, um, Nasrat, uh, uh, a, uh, A a showcase fight but he fought some hooker fought someone well behind him in the rankings it was a low risk fight and hooker uh took advantage of took advantage of the matchup and just looked awesome tonight and just just a great reminder of what a full complete um mixed martial artist dan hooker is even if the wrestling in the third is the third round he kind of wrestled a lot or was yeah, it the second, whole fight? Or second, it was like the fight. second half of the fight, more, yeah, okay, yeah, second half of the fight. But either way, it's just like, oh, and I just I can watch Hooker throw knees at people just for days. I love how he just does those step in knees and just, ugh. just uh, Dan, Dan Hooker, just just reminder that he is a legitimate threat always in the top of the division. Yep, love the Diary you should Call Out, too. Tyler oh, look, and 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 awesome credit. Sorry, Hooker did a great job in his post fight interview just to remind people that. Yeah, I know I'm the kind of the bigger name. You know, uh, you know I, I get more clicks on the internet or so whatever, but my opponent has gone through so much more worse than me. So please get it from my opponent. And I hope, you know, fans, you know, remember that too. Just just a good, and a gentleman too. <laughs> just yeah, a gentleman. Great, great post
0: that interview. Uh, Silas Santos, good win over Roxanne Matafari. Jalen Turner, submission Ooh. win. Two submission wins in a row for Jalen Turner. The
1: Tarantula. I'm excited for that gentleman. Him. Yeah, that's. Yeah, he's super talented 50, 50 guy. 55 right? 55 fiver, correct? Yeah, yeah six, six 55
0: Yeah. a big dude. Uh, Nick Maximoff, successful Octagon debut, to 7-0, taking on Cody Brundage, who took the fight on just a couple days' notice. Matthew Semelsberger, treated poor Martin Sano accordingly, 15-second knockout, and then Jonathan Pierce, JSP, with a, another win at featherweight, stopping Omar Morales, submitting him in the second round. So, uh We'll go to the peeps. We'll take a couple questions, yeah, uh, just a couple. <laughs> uh, oh, is Marab a headache to match? Oh my God, dude! Marab-, Marab has been a headache to match since he got into the UFC. Now, after that fight, he is—he's a migraine. He's yeah. a migraine that lasts for a month. But yeah, you have to give him. It's—it's it's Munoz. Munoz will take that fight because Munoz will fight anybody. Cruz is the fight I'd like to see, just because
1: I think that's such an interesting style matchup. Yeah, I, I but, love Marab Cruz. I think that uh, I doubt Marab's going to fight anyone ahead of him in the ranking, so Cruz makes the most sense. And yeah, style wise, because style wise, if if Marab wins, we've never as, have we seen Cruz lose a fight like that. If because if he, I'm assuming if he loses in Marab style, he'll get just grinded and beaten down from his back have we have, probably has, yeah i mean has cruz lost like that before not really i uh, like just taken down over and over again yeah 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 that's what that's why that's i think this fight is gonna be really fun to watch yes so um i hope that fight happens yeah that's uh, that's what, yeah but he will be a headache to match for
0: the rest yeah. of his career yeah and <laughs> hey, he's getting great on the mic too that's uh yeah oh, he's so fun man <laughs> he's such a good it's just a just an energetic cat Do you think Volk will really move up? Um, I think he will eventually. I don't think he's gonna right
1: now, though. You know, honestly, I don't think it's his call. I think it's the UFC's call to, um, if even Volk wants to, would the UFC let him? I don't know if the UFC will want to take that chance of having their featherweight champ get you no know, knocked out at you know by uh, just a. Uh, I, I guess it depends who Volk's gonna fight at 55 too. It's a. Uh, that division said, is instead, yeah. 55 right is so loaded, and I think, yeah, I think Volk is maybe. I would say if he beats be, if he beats Max in the trilogy or Yair, if Yair wins, then maybe then I guess he kind of cleaned out that top of the division. Maybe, maybe so. Who knows?
0: Yeah, there's some. I mean, but there's some there's some heavy hitters coming his way too. Yes. over the next couple of years, Arnold Allen, yeah, Ilya Taporia, uh. Well, Bryce Mitchell, Josh Emmett. I mean, Mavzar Evloev. I mean, yeah. plenty. Pl- there's still the zombie out there. Giga Mousasi is on his way up. I mean, he's he's gonna have no shortage of opponents. Yeah,
1: and obviously, Ryan, and obviously, Ryan people. Hall.
0: Of course, Ryan yeah, Hall. Ryan Hall. We be, that was that was for game. Yeah. Getting ready to fight Derek Minner. Uh, <laughs> could Docus be a heavyweight champ? Does he have a ground game? Uh. Yeah, it's fine. He's not Alexi Olenek on the ground, but he's fine. But when you punch as hard as he does, you don't really need a ground And fast, fast and accurate.
1: <laughs> he's a monster. That that, that, that that's, a, that's a heavy with some fast hands. Um, I love the call out. I love the. Idea, I know it's not gonna happen, but I love Doc. The idea of Docas versus Stepe. I, I love I liked, that fight. I love it. I don't, I just don't think it's gonna happen from Stepe yeah, either. Yeah, but it's a super cool fight. What was the other call out? I think he said someone else. Um you know uh, he called out like the winner of the Blades. Blades. Oh yeah. That's not a bad idea. I wouldn't mind. You no, know, Blades, Blades is kinda Blades is kind of stuck in this um yeah, that kind of realm where he's not gonna get a title fight. So uh yeah. Blades I like Blades docus I like I like Darkest versus um Biggie Boy too. Either one. Um, I like docus versus Derrick Lewis. No matter what. Darcus is an exciting heavyweight, <laughs> so we're going to see lots of him. Isn't that great?
0: Like, good for him, man! Like, uh, like uh, one of the one of the really good guys in the sport. He's three and zero in the UFC or four and zero in the UFC with, with all these finishes. And we're already talking about him with the Derek Lewises and the A's and all these guys. And we're not like, we might say like the UFC might not make this fight, but we're not like, oh, dude, way too, way too early. We're not saying that about him. Shamil's tough out, man. It's really hard. He's a super durable guy and he got put over. He
1: put his ass away. That was yeah. impressive. Um, okay. Just put this up for one second because this guy will not stop spamming. Uh, running his flyweight. No, she can barely, she can barely make weight, So she's not going to yeah, flyweight. Not, not
0: humanly possible.
1: Yeah. This just won't happen.
0: um, It's interesting that Shevchenko said, like, I could make
1: 115. Oh, yeah. But she's basically, I don't, she doesn't want to give up her quality of life. Which is good, which is smart. Which is smart. She's like, and like, I was talking to my friend over, I was trying to explain who Valentina was. And I was like, I don't know. She's just, she's just kind of, she doesn't really have a camp, but she has her coach and her sister, and they just kind of travel the world. And I think occasionally they fight UFC fights to pay the bills, and then they travel the world some more. It's like she's an enigma. She's awesome. And, um, the fa- and the fact that, yeah, she's not willing to give up that part of her life just to go to 115, even though it may mean potentially millions of dollars, you know, fighting for a title, 115 she's clearly not that type of person where where just having that big bank account is all that matters. You know, as long as she just wants to be happy and dance and learn languages and train, mix, train mixed martial arts. <laughs> I think that's, yeah. a, I think it's amazing. So well, she fun. should never have to move down to fight anybody. So, I yeah. mean,
0: I you think think she should say, be it's just she 15 up. Be coming up to
1: her. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think, I think, I think that's the option too. There's no reason for it. Yeah. You have fighters come up. Yeah. There's just no reason for that.
0: Her and Rose would be pretty interesting.
1: Ooh. Yeah now, now now you start thinking about these cool matchups now, yeah it's fun. Stay I mean we gotta find we gotta find
0: yeah. things that are very interesting for her while, while we have her. I'll take uh, two more Two if more, we got them two
1: more two more Any last questions? fans That's not. It. otherwise we are going to go to sleep. Yes. Uh, Let me see. Um, Catch some Z's
0: and then uh, me and AK back at it. First thing in the morning, recording on to the next one. So if you want to get your matchmaking suggestions in, uh, DM me on Instagram at M underscore heck J-R. Uh, Big Mike or Big Milky, Shevchenko versus Nunes 3. I literally see nothing else to challenge for. I think we'll see that fight. Um, I think we'll see it at the end of next year because I think we have a lot, like I say enjoy Shevchenko while well we have her, but I think we're going to have her for a long while, like the next five years at least. Amanda Nunes, not so much. I feel like she's got so much going on in her life and Amanda literally has like, and Amanda's beat Valentina twice. So like that would probably be like the last fight of her career. You'd just be like, all right, shut up about it. All right, I'll fight her. Right now, she has no, I mean, she's a two division champion. It's fun, but getting to 135 sucks for her. And she's getting ready to do that in December against Juliana Pena. And I could see her probably going up and defending 145 one more time and then maybe dropping back down to fight Shevchenko and then just saying, yeah.
1: that's it. I, I, what else I, can I do? Um, I just think it's, it, I know people want this fight, but I think it's more about the UFC needs to start building up those divisions better. So we don't have to have these two women fight when they don't necessarily need to um, just keep, keep building up new contenders. That's all. Uh, right. And, and and let me just also say this,
0: go back and watch the first two fights. They're not all that entertaining. Mm-mm. They're just not. Right, nothing I, against both of them. Yeah. They're just that they're not like, I know a lot of people are expecting, what like Nunez
1: and Cyborg was like, mm-hmm. and these fights were not like that at all. Yeah, and that's I think I think that's why uh, maybe Dana is kind of trying to avoid this fight because if it, if he does do it, it have to be a main event for a pay per view, and it could potentially be uh, a, a dud of in terms of excitement. And I was talking about this before, and I, I kind of thought this this is really interesting about Valentina. As much as we think she's awesome, she actually hasn't been in the. Even in her losses, hasn't been in exciting wars, you know, or like these back and forth battles. Like, oh, you know, crazy comeback rounds. It's either she wins, wins dominantly, or you know, she loses the man of newness. <laughs> really, it's it's not there's not too much in between, you know. I want
0: to see Valentina Shevchenko get a foil, like a true foil, like a true rival, like just someone who just like just comes up and is not intimidated by by her and. We'll just talk a bunch of crap about her and just like see how she reacts to it. Like, I just I kind of want to see it uh, just to make it interesting. Even, and then Shevchenko will
1: just roll and she'll get a little feisty. We we Which need like awesome. a we need like a a, twi- uh, a flyweight version of what well, we used to, a flyweight version of Julia Pena <laughs> just like doesn't care just <laughs> you know just someone um, says like she sucks what are you talking she about sucks. we're all like what? you're what? like it's like, you like, won like thirty fights in a row yeah so she sucks anyway you know just like just like okay <laughs> just to <laughs> say the reason, yeah you're right I don't. And, and, you know what? But that's just, that's that's price fighting in general. You you always need that foil. Like Anderson Silva wasn't a star until he had the Belfort fight, till he had the Sun-In fights. You know, he had those. You know, Belfort was big in Brazil, obviously, and then the Sun-In fights for American fans. You know, he, he needed that foil, even though he was champion. Probably he had like six, seven title defenses before those those fights. So, and I think yeah. Volkanovsky kind of got a foil tonight, and yeah. I think that helps. Exactly, and and and, and he kind of admitted it was kind of not fake, but you know, I just kind of said things to, to to rev my own engine up. But yeah, Volkanovski, and because of that, it, it gave it, it made the post presser more interesting. He just had more personality. Um, yeah, um, who will be that foil? Foil could it be a, a, a straw weight coming up? See, Rose isn't that person, and they've trained together, so who knows? I don't know that. Oh, you know what? The foil was supposed to be Joanna. but that just kind of didn't didn't really develop. You know, Macy Barber was probably going to try was to be supposed the foil. to be. Yeah, just that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. Like
0: set her up. I mean, maybe like a Miranda Maverick or something, like because Mar- Miranda can talk.
1: Yeah, she won Yeah, I mean, they she'll know.
0: respect. It. She'll respect her, but she. I mean, she's already like thinking about ways of like how to beat her. Yeah. Like I asked her, like how do you beat her, and she like has ideas on already how to beat her so you know uh, hey,
1: yeah it's we, we're a few years away from i think the fighters catching up to valentina just like when i said <sighs> i said this about ronda ronda when she came out you know she was a few years ahead of the other bantamweights you know what but the lady bantamweights they go you know what we can be better that's our that's our standard now you know ronda rousey's dominance and now these flyweights now have this standard you Now this is the bar you know for greatness chef jingo and if she can do it, we can do it, too. And we have, like, the random Mavericks, the Aaron Blanchfields, you know, who are, like, Casey you know, O'Neill. Yeah, Casey O'Neal. And they're all sub. Yeah, they're all like, 24, 20, under 24, you know, or whatever. So, um, yeah. yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. So, Valentina, Valentina's got them coming. They're coming for her. Yeah. So,
0: as long as she holds on for a few years, she'll get all these challenges, and it'll be a lot of fun. So, anything oh. else, Casey? Ooh. Here, last one. <laughs> when you make the— Would you guys like a female BMF title?
1: Who would who would it be? Who would it be? It's a little off topic, but I mean Shevchenko's gotta be in there, right? There's gotta be something different about it. Like it can't be like some, yeah. Yeah. I mean I mean if you do that
0: then for Shevchenko Nunez and just like put put the BMF title on the line.
1: Yeah, just open way. I don't know. Whatever. Uh
0: you know what? Shevchenko has to be in the fight. So yeah, 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 it. yeah. And
1: there and there, and there has to, and there has to be like maybe she can come out and do like some. She has to do one of her dances and do like show off how she's so good with guns and like do some sniper training or something. And I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> change it up. <laughs> she's legit. She might be the BMF like of all BMFs,
0: even over like Mazadol.
1: Oh, oh, I. Th- Oh, I totally think that this whole fighting thing is just a cover for her real, whatever her real gig is, and that's some secret spy assassin stuff. So, uh, just yeah, this whole fighting thing—that's all—that's all all BS. This 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 is this is her side gig. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's
0: climbing like one of those hanging ladders on a helicopter right now and flying God knows
1: where to to solve a mystery somewhere. She She is a badass. She became a UFC fighter so she could get into the T Mobile. Then she. Switches outfits and she, you know, climbs into the rafters and, you know, she defuses a bomb and turns out she saved like, you know, millions of people. (laughs) Yep, and no, and but not in the news because she doesn't want it that way. Yeah, she's she's a hero.
0: She's she's the hero we all never knew about. (laughs) On that note, (laughs) on that note, hit the music. (laughs) We're getting out of here. I'm going to bed. 4 a.m. My kid's gonna wake me up in an hour and a half. I'm going to be a grump, so I'm going to try to get through that. Casey, thank you for your hard work and dedication. Big thank you to Jose Young's as well, our boots on the ground in Las Vegas. And uh, another UFC pay-per-view is in the books. Next huge event, October 30th in Abu Dhabi. Jan Bohovic versus Globet and Pyotr Piotr Jan versus TBD for the interim bantamweight title. And then it's on MSG, but we got fight night cards every Saturday up until that point. So, Buckle up, everybody. Mixed martial arts is upon us, getting us ready for the fall and the holiday season. So for Casey, I am Mike Keck. Thank you for watching. Hope you enjoyed the show. Good night.
1: You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.